WTF is offline conversion tracking in Google Analytics. In this episode of SEO for CEOs, I'm gonna show you how you can supercharge your performance marketing campaigns by setting up tracking of your offline customer conversions in Google Analytics. And spoiler alert, this is really, really cool stuff. And I'm so excited to share it with you. Welcome to SEO for CEOs. My name's Paul Balladin, and my goal is to help CEOs, business owners, and marketing directors, just like you, understand everything you need to know about search engine optimization to empower you to get more from your marketing team or external agency. Because SEO is hard, really hard. In this video, we're gonna talk about taking your Google Analytics insights to the next level by tracking your customers' offline conversions. Now, I'm not gonna give you the step-by-step -step instructions on how to set up offline conversion tracking, but what I am gonna do is provide you a high-level understanding of the Google Analytics client ID and how Google Analytics collects your user data, the types of offline customer journeys and conversions that you can track in Google Analytics, how we can use our understanding of how cookies and Google Analytics tracking works to capture your customer's Google Analytics client ID in your CRM and export offline conversion data from your CRM back into Google Analytics and where you can find out more and how you can get started. So firstly, let's start by talking about the Google Analytics client ID and how Google Analytics collects your website users' data. In order for Google Analytics to understand that a series of interactions on a website are associated with an individual user, a unique identifier associated with that user must be collected for each of these interactions the user performs on that website. And for those of you that watched my previous video on Google Analytics 4 or GA4, you recall that user interactions can be described in terms of hits in Universal Analytics or events in GA4. This unique anonymous identifier that Google Analytics associates with each individual user's hits or events is called the Google Analytics Client ID, or CID for short. And this Google Analytics Client ID is created the very first time a user visits a website or app on which the Google Analytics tracking script is installed. So the first part of this Google Analytics tracking script creates a small file called a cookie when the user first arrives at a website. And this cookie contains the user's anonymous Google Analytics client ID, the domain name of the website, and an expiry date of the cookie, which is two years. But every time a user returns to a website, that cookie expiry date is reset to another two years. So if a user continues to come back to a website from time to time, that particular cookie and that particular Google Analytics client ID will never expire. So the Google Analytics client ID itself is a long and meaningless string of random numbers and characters, and it contains no personal information. However, it does allow Google to understand that a series of hits or events on a website over time belong to a particular user with that particular client ID. As the user interacts with the website, the second part of the Google Analytics tracking script sends each of these hits and events along with the client ID 
to the Google Analytics Measurement Protocol. And then this anonymized user data linked to each individual user is available to us in our Google Analytics reports. So let's take a quick look at what sort of conversions we can track in Google Analytics. This is an interesting one, because while we typically think of conversions as those conversions further down a funnel, such as a user completing a sale on a website or a user filling out a form, a conversion can really be any metric at all that we want to define as a goal that will help us to understand how our marketing activities are performing across the full length of the sales funnel. We call this a measurement framework. And as an example, for customers in the awareness phase, our measurement framework may include how many pages a website visitor views, the amount of time they spend on our site, and the length of time they spend watching a video. When we think about our goals and conversions in this way, the measurement framework then provides us with the quantitative and qualitative metrics we need to optimize our marketing strategies and approach. The limitation with goal and conversion tracking, however, is that unless you are, say, a e-commerce business or a software as a service business where the full customer experience happens on your website, goal or conversion tracking actually paints part of the picture. Measuring online conversion only can lead to suboptimal decision-making or poor allocation of marketing resources because we are limited with the insights that our measurement framework provides. Worse still, these data gaps are often filled with anecdotal or emotive feedback, such as, oh, it seems like we're getting some good leads, or, ah, oh, all the leads are crap. And for most of us, it's pretty hard to optimize campaigns based on this data because we don't really know which campaigns or landing pages or strategies are delivering us the right leads that are resulting in customers or sales. Which is why it'd be amazing if we could find a way to track these offline or downstream conversions and then feed that data back into Google Analytics to complete our measurement framework. And as you've probably guessed, the good news is that you can, and I'm gonna show you how. So what are the types of offline or off-page goals conversions can we track in Google Analytics where the customer user journey either starts or ends either offline or off of our website? Well, we can track a bunch, including phone calls, where the user gets your phone number from your website, visits to your website that originate from TV, radio, outdoor, print, and coupons or voucher campaigns, conversions that originate or complete on third-party websites, and website visits that come from Google My Business. And we'll go into details on how to track those goals, conversions, and customer journeys in a later video. Because what I really want to focus on today, which is super exciting, super valuable, and in my experience, not often done, is to focus on those offline conversions that may start on your website, but end up with someone manually updating your CRM by closing a sale or a deal, and then feeding that data back into Google Analytics to get a complete picture of your campaign performance and a true ROI. And again, 
The purpose of this video is not to provide you with a step-by-step -step recipe for how to do this, but to give you the high-level understanding of just what's possible and how it works so that you can activate your internal team or your external agency to set up this integration for your business and provide you with a more complete measurement framework. An example of this is someone that sees a search result or an ad campaign comes to your website, completes an inquiry form, and then through a series of interactions with your internal team, completes a sale or a transaction, and that sale or transaction is then logged in your CRM. And the key to tying our customers' online activity to this offline conversion is, you guessed it, the Google Analytics Client ID. We simply need to find a way to associate our Google Analytics Client ID with our CRM customer record. And there's a number of ways we can achieve this, but perhaps the easiest way is through the use of Google Tag Manager. Google Tag Manager allows us to easily extract the Google Analytics Client ID from our client's cookie and store it in a Google Tag Manager variable. And as a Google Tag Manager variable, this client ID is then available to us to use on our web forms. Uh, and we do this by way of a hidden field on the forms that contains the client ID, which we then collect when the form is submitted. When the form is submitted, the data entered by the user, say for example, their name, email address, and phone number, is combined with the hidden fields of the form, which may include the Google Analytics client ID and say, an IP address. And all the data fields are inserted into the CRM as the data is received by that system. And while this sounds complex, it really should be bread and butter stuff for any good web developer with an understanding of Google Tag Manager and JavaScript. And so now our anonymous Google Analytics client ID is forever after associated with our client's name, email address, phone number, and any other user or activity data we have on this client in our CRM system. And even at this stage, we can use this data to understand so much about each new record that's inserted into our CRM because we can look up the full lifetime activity history of each user in Google Analytics by looking up the user's Google Analytics client ID and Google Analytics user explorer. And if you take nothing else from this video, set this up today. But the next step, which completely closes the loop, is to set up an integration between our CRM back into Google Analytics. And there are all sorts of technical solutions to this, but in short, our integration just needs two things, a trigger and a call to the Google Analytics API to export our CRM data to Google Analytics. An example of a trigger may be moving a customer opportunity or deal to a closed one stage in our CRM. And while each CRM will have its own nuanced way of doing this, essentially we trigger the export of data by making this update in our CRM, which indicates that the customer has made a sale, completed a deal, or moved another step down a pipeline. We can then send the CRM data via the Google Analytics API to Google Analytics. And the types of data that we can send from our CRM back into Google Analytics via the API includes campaign data, user data, content data, product data, refund data, and cost data. So our Google Analytics becomes very, very rich.
This API integration can be made via a custom script that's developed by your CRM provider, web developer, or integrator. You can configure middleware such as Zapier or purchase an off-the-shelf integration. In whichever case, we now have the full end-to-end -end picture from campaigns through to the website activity and offline conversion. And we can use this information from Google Analytics to optimize our campaigns, build remarketing audiences, and redirect marketing resources to those areas that provide the real, true, best ROI. And the coolest part is that this is not that difficult, and most people probably couldn't even imagine this is possible. So where can you find out more and get started with tracking your offline conversions? Expanding Google Analytics to track offline conversion provides us with a more complete picture of the performance of our marketing system. And the additional invaluable information in our measurement framework allows us to better optimize campaigns and allocate marketing resources. This involves adding a layer of sophistication to our marketing technology stack and may take some setting up, but the benefits of this are massive. If you'd like to find out more about how to set this up for your organization, you can find resources at developers.google.com forward slash tag manager for extracting the Google client ID from your website user cookies and developers.google.com forward slash analytics forward slash dev guides and search for data import for learning how to export data from your CRM to Google Analytics. And of course, I'll post a link to these resources in the description of the episode. And as always, feel free to post me a question in the comments below and I'll do my best to come back to you as soon as possible and point you in the right direction. So that's offline conversion tracking in Google Analytics. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you got some value from this video. This is SEO for CEOs. My name's Paul Balladin. Stay tuned for more videos just like this.